adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Before we dive into today's episode, we want to simply say thank you for your support. For season two, we're running a couple giveaways and we'll be selecting a couple of you to win some No Snooze merch, some products over at Orgain.com, or a $50 Amazon gift card. If you enjoy the podcast and find value in what we're doing, all you have to do is subscribe to us, leave us a five-star review on Apple, and DM us on Instagram at No Snooze Podcast, letting us know you've entered the giveaway. Thanks to all of you, the No Snooze Podcast is climbing the charts, and we're well on our way to spreading this message to the masses. Enjoy today's episode. Mike, open us up. Welcome back to the No Snooze Podcast. We have a very special guest today that Dave will introduce very shortly. Good friend of mine, client, and he is getting tanner by the second. We're going to get into that. Uh, But welcome to the podcast, Pete. Thank you, Mike, very much, and thank you, Dave. Yes, thank you, Pete. And just to say, listen... We're going to disclose the age as the uh, episode goes on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be this guy. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that this is me in 20 years. In the comments, comment how old you think Pete is. <laughs> We'd be curious to see uh, what everyone thinks. Right. Uh, so, Pete, thank you again. Pete joins us as an expert in strength training, health, and fitness. He has found a unique niche in merging competitive sport performance with anti-aging and biohacking. As an athlete his entire life, Pete has been in the fitness and wellness space since 1992. He has owned and operated three different gyms, including three physical and occupational therapy clinics right here in Westchester County, New York. He has served as a sports performance coach for USA Weightlifting and current special strength coach for Westside Barbell down in Columbus, Ohio. Today, Pete remains very active in the world of bodybuilding, Olympic weightlifting, powerlifting, CrossFit, high rocks, and track and field events. Since turning 50 in 2019, he has found a new passion within health and wellness, highlighting longevity and anti-aging as it pertains to men's health. Pete, we are happy to have you here. Thank you. And Thank welcome you. to the pod, man. Thank you very much, both you guys. Uh, Appreciate my it. first question, which I held back for, for the for first it. 30 minutes we were talking, <laughs> yeah. how old do you plan on living? Oh man, That's I love. A, it. I've been. I don't know. I love how how you old that? do you plan on living? On living. Like, what's your goal? Yeah. And you said, oh, I. Wow. And I, I have one. So that's. A, I love that question. Love it. So uh, right off the bat, I'll tell you. I have the number. It's 120. Holy wow! That's my goal. Wow. Is to live to 120. Wow. But now you got to understand that the goal is not to live to 120 or to last 20 years or in a wheelchair with dementia, you know, and and suffering. I'm talking about functional. Yeah. And healthy. And I remember who you are and you're who you're, you know, what your name is and all that. Otherwise, I don't see the point in in trying to live that long. So the good news and let me back up a step. So I kind of figured that out because you guys just had had kids. Yes. So I have three children, Mm -hmm. 11, six and four. And I kind of figured that number out by wanting to, part of the goal is to see my great-grandchildren. Wow. So I would need some help from my kids, don't get me wrong. <laughs> right, and right. some help from my grandkids. <laughs> but I figured if they each had kids around 30 years old, yeah. then I might live just long enough to see my great-grandkids. 
You're right on track, man. So that, that's the goal. I, I tell you, honestly, when I saw you walking in here, I'm like, that's not Pete. <laughs> no way. This Thanks, is, bro. This, this is incredible, Butler, man. Thanks, it, it really is. So, um, go, Oh, go ahead. So the good, the good news for everybody, I, I wanted to say this because it's important. So that, that's the goal, right? 120. Um, and wow. we used to think that it was your genetics. Like, yeah. just look at your genes. You know, how long yep. did your mom and dad live and, and so forth and so on. And we used to think that 80% of your health span, which is how long you're healthy for, mm-hmm. and your lifespan, how many years you live, was 80% dependent upon genetics and only you could only control 20%. So all this new research that is out on anti-aging, basically in the last 25 years, but certainly in the last 10 years, uh, says the exact opposite. So the good news is that we can control it based on... Mm-hmm. A number of different factors, of course, but two, I'll give you two of the big ones, sleep and nutrition. So okay. the snooze podcast, welcome. Yes. <laughs> we've, we've been giving everyone the wrong advice. No, this whole time. no, 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 no. Absolutely I, I not. Yeah, no, but sleep, sleep is obviously crucial, but there are some people that they take no snooze very literally, mm, whereas yeah. to us, it's a lifestyle, it's a mindset, it's about attacking right, things, right. not procrastinating. But a lot of people, when they hear no snooze, automatically they're like, what? No sleep, you promoting that? Yeah. So no, we're actually promoting yeah. sleep. And due to science, I, I love this, so keep going. Yeah, <laughs> this is so, awesome. and, and yeah, I'm glad you guys clarified that because I think um, you know people that may have taken that literally, so to speak, or I guess in the wrong way, that, that's certainly not what you guys are advocating and not what the research is showing. So you can, you know, I know you're a real early riser, and I think it's wonderful, right? You get a, you get a jump on everything like that, um, but what you want to make sure of, of course, is that you're getting enough sleep. Mm. And we now know what enough sleep is so that you can get up at that hour or any hour that you choose to and optimize your performance, be at peak performance. And what, peak, is, peak, what is enough sleep? So the, the research, and um, this comes from um, one of the best researchers in sleep, is a guy by the name of Matthew Walker. And he just came out with a great book that I recommend to everybody called Why We Sleep. And I think if everyone were to take that book and read it, it actually makes you a little bit scared. So you, the, the minimum is seven hours. Really? So in other words, in other okay. words, what happens is anything of- under seven, all the bad stuff happens. And anything from seven to eight. All the good stuff happens. Eight being really the optimal number. Even six, though? Bad stuff happens. Really? Yeah. Over an extended period of time? Yeah. Now, uh, over an extended period of time, yes, but through his research, he's actually shown immense cognitive decline in as short as losing just one hour. Really? Yeah. So Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely not getting seven to eight. I get six to seven. You have extreme situation now too with the baby. Yeah. Well, yes. But what's weird is I feel like at my optimal peak performance after six hours, like I get up at six hours strategically, even if I can sleep. Yeah. And now remember, first of all, everybody's different, right? So everybody is definitely different. Yeah, everybody's different, <laughs> right? And if you're a hard charging, you know, you might have a little more adrenaline, et cetera, you know, be able to get you through the day and, and so forth and so on. But if you just went with that, just went with the research, I'd, I would say based on that information uh, that, that Walker had researched, if you're great at six, man, you would be even greater at seven. Wow. And so I'm a, I'm a big, big advocate you know, of, of what you guys are doing. And I mean, to not snooze on life, right? I mean, that's 
really what it's all about. It's such a beautiful, with all the crap going on in the world, yes. it's still such a beautiful world, beautiful people, et cetera, out there. You want to maximize you know, your kids and your business and all this other stuff, right? Your fitness and nutrition. So you get up at 4.30? Yeah, 4.30, so I, I think it just comes down to, to trying to figure out, and for, for those that are listening, um, you know, if you're early risers like that, you just got to work backwards. In other words, if I'm going to get up at 4.30, I just count seven hours backwards and I know that I have to adjust my lifestyle not in the morning still get up at that yep. time but I'm going to adjust my lifestyle at night and see what I could cut out reduce whatever um, so that I'm making sure I'm getting up at 430 back it up I got to get in bed by X whatever the math is you know and make sure I'm getting my seven hours that was the sleep doctor right the sleep yeah, mm -hmm. yeah he also said I think that if you sleep the right amount, memory, right? Isn't memory yes. the big decliner? So sleep, yes, it's one of the big decliners because actually getting not enough sleep is probably, not probably, he, he, he would argue, and, and I'm now in the same camp, um, the worst possible thing that you could do for your health may be right up there as bad as smoking cigarettes. Like that's how bad it really? is. Because it's not just the brain. So the brain is certainly... Um, affected and is shown less sleep dementia later on in life and unfortunately dementia at an early age and dementia and alzheimer's on the rise and they think they know why now part of it is sleep and part of it is eating a diet full of inflammatory foods like sugar for example yeah right so back back to the sleep for a second so not enough sleep affects the brain definitely in negative ways but also other systems your reproductive system and the big one today, of course, with COVID, it negatively affects your and suppresses your immune system. Immune system mm -hmm. right? So if you want to have a rock solid immune system, sleep. Like, you know, people want to take vitamin C, antioxidants, vitamin D, and, you know, maybe all that stuff is good. But there's nothing better in the world for a powerful immune system that could fight off COVID or fight off, you know, a lot of, a lot of disease by getting enough sleep. Yeah. You know, that's where it starts. So that, that, that immune system is revved up. Wow. You know? Yeah, that saying sleep is the best thing for you, it actually is true this time. Usually when people say something and it's like a headline, it's never correct. That's right. like one of the Th this few is times exactly, that's actually. Exactly. Yeah, and I think it's finding a, a balance because like if you're, you're, your lifestyle and you're, if you're a go-getter, right? And if you have yep. a typical job that you got to be there at, you know, 9 a.m. and then you got a bunch of kids you got to take care of after, I think there is something to be said for yeah, try to get that seven hours. Clearly, if if the science backs it and I need to go read that book now too because I've actually been avoiding seven hours I'm embarrassed because there's been times that I wake up after seven hours and I keep track of it right and th there's been those days that I'm like what what's different what's different mm -hmm. and I see that it's like wow I'm actually more tired and the only thing that changed wasn't my diet wasn't me working out it was just that I actually slept an extra hour but now I, now I got to go back well, and, and yeah, readjust. Re, yeah. Is it possible his body got readjusted to that and seven would be optimal, but his body's so used to it that if it gets anything I, that, else, it's a little That's actually groggy. a really good question. Honestly, I don't know the answer to it, okay. you know? Yep. Um, yeah, and I haven't heard, you know, the, the so-called experts, you know, speak yeah. on, on that. Yeah. Um, I think my guess at it would be that it still is psychological because, again, you're a hard driver. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. And a motivated person with, with energy to begin with. So it might just be yep. a psychological you know, factor. To so, but, but also there's something to be said too, because I'm actually in bed at nine o'clock. Like 
my wife and I, even now with the baby, we get in bed at nine o'clock. Now, you know, falling asleep by nine, that's, that, yeah, yeah. you know, that, that's besides the point. But I'm, and, and I guess it's a pretty obvious point that we spoke about before, but I wake up early and I go to bed early because my body is now exhausted from the day. So I'm actually in bed. For seven and a half. That's yeah. really good. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'm just curious. So this is actually a part of it. So you get in bed at nine, but you're what? Watching TV? Well, by the book? time we fall. So now, yeah, we, we, we're trying to develop a routine. We haven't yep. come to one that like, all right, this is it. Yep, um, yep. We, we've listened to things. We've tried to read to the baby, throw on a show. So we're trying to figure it figure out. Figure that you out. Know, but yeah. we, we enjoy, genuinely enjoy getting in bed at nine o'clock. Yeah. Well, that's good because you're at least technically resting. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep, you know? exactly. And then, so I guess you know, if you're falling something. asleep by 10, so you're getting like about six and a half, yep. right? Is that about right? Yeah, yep. about six and a half, you know? So you're actually close. See, so you only need to work on 30 minutes. You and know what I mean? It's not like, not you know, it's and not I like could, two I hours. Could, I could figure that out. I'm definitely yeah. going to do that. So part of that is um, how do you get more sleep, right? Or how do you improve the restfulness of your sleep? Because and quality sleep. And the talking, quality, right? Exactly. I'm talking about, yeah. So I'm talking about like actually staying asleep for seven hours getting into deep sleep and, and REM and so part of that um, has to do with light and so for example nowadays of course you know almost everyone has a big LED TV green time yeah his screen time their laptop or just being in bed in the dark and staring at your cell phone yes so all of these devices emit blue light so if you just think uh, I'm gonna overgeneralize but to keep it simple um, if you just think of the spectrum of a rainbow, you know, so we need blue light, okay? And in the, the greatest amount of blue light that we get naturally is in the morning with the sun because what happens is blue light activates your circadian rhythm. Mm. So blue light will cause you to dump cortisol, which is the stress hormone, which we need in the morning to wake us up. So now if I'm in bed at nine o'clock yep. in the dark, I put the lights out, but I got my phone and I'm staring at it, right? That blue light could A, keep me up, so it takes me longer to fall asleep, or B, be disruptive during the night because it's actually raising my cortisol level and disrupting mm. my natural circadian rhythm. Are you so mindful of this? So mindful. Well, really? So there's ways around it, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't uh, bring the glasses. Actually, I forgot them. That I'm, you know, <laughs> I think, I, I don't I'm know. glad you brought that up. So I brought them and I, I left them in the car, unfortunately. Um, so one of the ways is if you're, if habits, yep. right? I mean, get in the habit of not looking at your phone, but okay, you're in the habit of looking at your phone, you don't wanna give that up. Um, there are what's called blue light blocking glasses. So at a minimum, put those glasses on. There's several companies that make them nowadays. You know, you can just go online, there's a bunch of companies that make them. My favorite is called True Dark. And you can get glasses, for example, that are 100% blue light blocking. So you can still see the screen. What does it look like when you have those They're glasses red. on? Oh, red. I was gonna, I was so gonna everything is red? Everything is red. They're yep. pretty, I mean, they're nice, but if they made a stylish version, it'd be awful. <laughs> That's a yeah. very look. Actually, I was going to say, gotten, are you talking like goofy they've goggles? Gotten, well, they've gotten no, a little bit like, better. But yeah. they're more like um, sport looking right now. Yeah, right? you've gotten a little bit like better. Like Iron Manny. Yeah. You would, if you had the aviators with it, <laughs> yes. I think you'd be yes. all over that. Yes, <laughs> And so then, then there, there is a My glasses for indoors, because see all these LED lights that we're under is emitting this blue light. I was trying to tell so Claudio that yeah, before we started, but he just insisted, you know? Yeah, well, no, so if you're, no. We have to show off your skin. That's what we have. 
<laughs> no, I listening. would be wearing, like, if you're here. indoors all day, people that work in office buildings yep. and such, you wear, there's 80% blockers. So they're yellow lenses. Wow. And they're blocking 80% of the blue light. Wow. So you're still getting some of it because you want to be awake during And it's the only day. into your eyes, not on you. Right, only That's into your you, eyes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Do you, do you exactly. think sometime in the future just everyone's going to be wearing different colored glasses? Wow, that's a great question. Or lenses? Can you uh, achieve that by wearing lens contact lenses? Uh, that's a great question. <laughs> I'm they just don't curious. Ha- they don't, yeah, they don't have that yet, yeah. you know. There um, you go. But who knows? I mean, this stuff, like I said, is still relatively new. Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. So they're probably still figuring. Your, your so that- knowledge is incredible. <laughs> we're just getting, uh, right? we're just so, getting fired up. <laughs> right, right. So that that's one of the things I'd say certainly to everybody because, again, no whose lifestyle is about maximizing and peak optimizing performance. peak performance right and so you know, if you're going to kill it during the day you want to get good sleep so that energy level is just non-stop and you're not having those hours yep. you know where and so blocking blue light at night could be one of the things that would help wow and improve the sleep the other thing is you got to keep your room cool mm. 65 degrees Hold is on. the optimal number. Yeah. Hey, babe. Make sure the yeah. wife's here. <laughs> yeah. My wife needs to hear this because she's yeah. always, always turning it up. So oh. I actually like to sleep with cool. Oh. Yes. Yep. Very cool. 65. Wow. I don't know if my, cool. my baby might freeze. I was going to yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we usually stay around 72. If it was up to me, we'd stay at like 70-ish or so lower. So 65, if I had to give you a range, I'd say then that that upper number would be 68. So if you had to go to six, 65 really? to 68. But now why when you wake up sometimes after AC? Oh, I love it. So you're like, <clears throat> ah, that's the next thing. You got to have a humidifier. Ah, because, buy dry, a because of dry air. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Because it's wow. dry. Because it's dry. So you so put drying a, out the mucus. A, Dehumidifier. Dehumidifier. Sorry, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Did I say dehumidifier? I meant humidifier. Wait. Apology. You meant humid. You want to add. Oh, you want to add it. My fault. Yes, I apologize. You want to add. No, you said it right. I I said it wrong. You're gonna go to Dave's house and he's gonna have a humidifier. All these contraptions. Well, we're gonna we gotta hack your house. I mean, essentially, that's a that's what I've done. Hack your environment. Yeah. So if you if you guys were to come over for dinner or something, I'd love to cook for you guys. Oh, he's great cook too. I tell you. Invite us over. (laughs) Um, I don't have any of these lights anymore in my house. Really? And I just just candlelight. (laughs) I just changed all my lighting to LED. Is it candlelight? Part of it, but no. But now they (laughs) the same same company, True Dark, actually makes a a bulb that with a remote control you can switch from. Remember the incandescent bulbs, the old school bulbs. Yeah, those were actually listen. Energy wise, you're supposed to save money and so forth. But what they didn't tell us is that this is disrupting our health. Mm. Those old school incandescent bulbs that were more that yellow light, you know, that we grew up with. Edison looking. They were much healthy. Exactly. Oh my god. So much healthier. <laughs> funny story. When I moved in, one there was all LEDs in the house, but then outdoors I didn't really have oh, too yeah. much lighting. There was like a little bit of like some yellow lights that were outside the house. I got a neighbor shout out to Manny. I put LEDs on the outside of the house. The first day I turned them on, he came to my door and was like, whoever invented these should be shot. shot. It, looked, it looked like a night game at Fenway. Yeah, not, you could see yeah. everything. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. All right. So I'm doing everything wrong in my life. <laughs> we got to hack. So we got to hack your house for I, I yeah. wonder, optimal health. I this is incredible. translates to babies at all. As That's far a great as question. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I know because the TVs are big, right? In the bedroom. Yeah. So while they're trying to sleep and we're watching TV, I wonder if we're, I mean, you're just put glasses on, Livy. I'm, <laughs> I'm on. literally going to put like a screen yeah. over her. That's a great This is question. wild stuff. Now, not, not I mean, not, it's going to keep us here in terms of overall health and wellness. 
what was it in your life that like you were like okay now I'm now, now I'm a product of health and wellness was there something that um, happened were you always in love with it growing up like how did that kind of okay, turn into like a yeah uh, so I mean I lifestyle for yeah you. I've been an athlete if you want to count it going back that far you know playing youth sports I've been playing sports organized since I was eight years old and uh, that is my life and has been my life and I've always considered myself to be an athlete and always had that mentality and that's just you know kind of been my identity you know um and i think you alluded to it kind of in the intro yep. so um i had been for a long time just training so there's two columns i look at it there's sports performance and then there's longevity and anti-aging and the two really don't mix because typically if you're in hot pursuit of a gold medal or a championship like break your body down yeah, yeah and you're gonna do at any cost to win so like Mike, more Mike trying to chase side. me in the push-up thing right yeah like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be real he was yeah. toast and so damage myself long term. <laughs> Are you, are you making a thousand a day? No, I, I got to it. I got to a thousand a day. I did it twenty-seven days out of thirty, and then we had the baby. Wow, and okay. that was the last then, time uh, I yeah, made the push. I got you. Blew yeah, both. Yeah, yeah I, I blew both shoulders. Yeah. Blew your elbows. elbows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, but go ahead. Get back there. Sorry, for that. we'll talk about sorry, peptides. Sorry, we, 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 we have a peptides. Pete, we we have a so, problem. We take people off track. No, no, no. I'm more the longevity guy. So yeah, so there's these two columns, right? There's peak performance, and then there's longevity. And I had lived in peak performance from. In, in essence, eight years old through, you know, because I still compete. There's no competitions now, but I still compete in the sports of when they restart again. Yep. Uh, powerlifting, CrossFit, a new sport. It's High Rocks. Which yeah. Is what, what is that? What is so High Rocks? High Rocks I, is this yeah. really cool thing uh, that started out of Germany. And it's essentially, I don't know if they'd be happy with me describing it this way, but it's CrossFit without the gymnastics. Wow. So it's more endurance based. There's no Olympic weightlifting, so you don't handle the barbell. Um, and there's no, you know, like kipping pull ups and handstands gotcha. and, and stuff yep. like that. So you, the event uh, is like you run a kilometer, run one kilometer, and then maybe push a sled. Then you run another kilometer, do a thousand meters on the rower, that type mm. of stuff. Okay. You know? All yep. right. Yep. So I've done that. And um, CrossFit, higher. Oh, and track and field. I love track and field and sprinting. Wow. You know, so. Uh, um, what's your 40? So uh, it's indoor 60. Indoor, for what's, your, what's your 60? 60. So my 100 meter time is 15.1. Wow. I have no reference. 100 meter. 100 meter. So a little more than a football field. Than a football field. Well, no, or at least no 100 was. meter. I've been trained. How does meters and yards? Three. Yeah, meters yards. a little more than a yard. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. I'm surprised you left Three something off that Mike does, and he does it well walking. Well, oh what yeah. Walking. yeah, yeah, yeah. How? What are the benefits of walking? Do you have any oh, tremendous? <laughs> tre tremendous. <laughs> that's why this is my guy. <laughs> walking tremendous. Uh, I actually that's a habit, and I actually so so just I'm going to tie walking into answering your question. Like so, you alluded to it in the introduction. When I hit fifty, I was like, you know. I want to always continue to compete in sports. In fact, there is a thing called the Centenarian Olympics that I want to be in. Hundred-year-old wow. Olympics. That is for you. <laughs> that's awesome. That is, is another. Goal. Goal. That's your goal. Because then I can. That yeah. is walk the goal. To but death. so I want to compete. <laughs> I walk yeah. To death. <laughs> yeah, walking. So you want to compete in sports, but I also want to live a long time. So how do I bridge the gap between performance and just give up longevity? Sports. Yeah, yeah, give up. Good. Well, you live a long. A lot. You'll live a lot longer. Well, perfect. Because you know? I'm so. retired from a lot of sports. <laughs> Dude, I'm still working this toe injury from yeah. softball. Like. 
over a year now. Peptides. Can yeah. you fix my toe? Yes. yes. Well, I mean, we could try. Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. peptide? Oh, I know we're jumping all over the place, That's but right. I, I feel like we're jumping through our skin. We have so many questions. Yeah. What peptide? <laughs> Would be good for it. So there's there's different categories. What is a peptide? Okay, so all right, so peptides have actually been around for a long time, at least since the 1950s. All right, um, and probably before then, um, I think they were first discovered in Russia. Um, were or, they naturally occurring? Yes. So they are naturally occurring, and that's why Beer. they're safe. So we actually have at, that we know of seven thousand or more peptides in our body. Hmm. So, for example, just think of the gastric juices, right? In digestion, there's peptides in there. I have Crohn's disease. Okay, so, yep. So, yeah. so you're gluten-free. I'm not. <laughs> but but I, I have to monitor. Yeah, but you're um, watching. You, you know, yeah, and, I, and thank God, knock on wood, I've been Nuts in remission for about 10 years thank now. Yeah. Um, but I'm also on Remicade. So uh-huh. if, if there's a peptide that you think there that is. I can yeah, there take, is. There is. that will take me away from actual medication like that yeah, wow it's treatable without pharmaceutical medication today yep so it would be going to an integrative medicine guy who's actually here in white plains good guy friend of saved mine my life beautiful yep. dr angelo bocciarelli if i can give him oh, a shout out what a name wow. yep. too. but right exactly bocciarelli, <laughs> bocciarelli. Like my angelo. Alter ego. angelo dr wow. angelo bocciarelli or Bach, as we call him for short uh is right here in white plains at westchester wellness medicine oh is that the guy i met Oh, yeah, you met Bob. Yeah, I met him. Great guy. We're going to do the business together. Wow. Yep. Um, And so this doesn't take the place of your primary care physician. You keep your primary care. You know what I mean? Because you're not going to go to Bach if you're sick. But what he does is takes your blood labs. And I'm not talking about the two sheets of paper that you get when you go for your annual physical. I'm talking this is a deep, massive deep dive into your blood biology. 10 pages long looking at your immunity are you allergic to anything your vitamins I'm 10 page Dave so it works di- <laughs> it's, it's like it's diabetes cholesterol inflammation I mean amazing stuff wow. right so you know we are sitting here we feel healthy good energy sleep good you know but you really know how healthy you are when you get your blood drawn yes. I always say that's like an x-ray mm. you know what I mean that's gonna tell good internal everything it's telling everything yep. yep so there is a peptide that you can take orally it's one of the few that actually work orally uh, that could help with Crohn's and dr. Bach obviously would go a lot deeper than I'm able to uh, on this but it's called B P C 157 and BPC stands for body protection complex wow and it was actually BPC discovered five seven yep it was we actually rewatch dis- it yeah did. it was actually discovered in our bodies it is a, a healing peptide and where do you purchase peptides well that's a great question orgain might have them right Who? orgain do you know orgain i know the name but i'm not yeah so we, we just have we we have a um actually shout out to orgain um they, it's a supplement line okay they have um all organic plant-based oh, proteins. Wow. Oh, I'd like to check them out. Yeah, and well, we got a good code for you. No snooze 30, 30% cool. off your first order. Cool. And I've been doing my right? collagen peptides through Organ. Through them. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'll check it out. Yeah. Wow, They're this could links. be time. Yeah. How about that? This, this yeah. Is, we just didn't add it without even trying. Wow, right? that sounds... Yeah, <laughs> I will good. definitely check that yeah. out. You're and it's primarily organic. plant-based yeah. at the moment, I'm too. eight, because I'm not competing in any sport, so it fluctuates. So I'm not competing. I'm not preparing for any event right now. So when I'm not preparing for an event, I'm... 80% plant-based, meaning that my total calories per day, 80% of my total calories or, or more is coming from plants. And when I was uh, working with him previously, what was your breakdown of, it was like the opposite, right? Not quite, but it's more 50-50. So yeah. I'm eating way more animal protein, 
when I'm preparing for an event. And the reason for that is there's a pathway in our bodies that's not good for longevity. It's called the mTOR pathway. And I'll, again, I'll, that, that's the fancy name. Simply what that means is it's a growth pathway. So if you're competing in sports, you don't want to run faster, jump higher, lift more weights. You know, think of, uh, think of the old, you know, an old carburetor on a car. You want that mTOR pathway to be wide open. You want it to be flying because I need to get stronger. I need to get faster. I need to have better reaction skills. But that's not good for longevity. If you want oh. to live a long time, as adults, we need to dampen that mTOR. Animal protein opens it and activates it. So large amounts of animal mm. protein on a consistent basis will keep mTOR activated, which is not good for longevity. So uh, when I'm competing in sports, I change my diet or when I'm preparing for an event, yeah. you know, I'll give myself, depends on the event or so forth, but anywhere between eight and 16 weeks, I'll up my animal protein. But right now with everything going on still, you know, there's no events. So I've significantly reduced my, my meat consumption. And do you feel benefits immediately when you switch over to, to diets like that? Well, depends on what you mean by benefits, because I'll explain, like, for example, today I went to the gym fasted, you know, this morning and uh, there's definitely a performance decrease when, when, when you're eating the way I am now, okay, okay. there is undoubtedly a performance decrease, meaning I don't have the same strength, I don't have the same endurance. You gotcha. know, that, that what an athlete would be looking yep. for. I can't go as hard as long in training. So there's a fall off. And, you know, it's a, that's why it's but a But you, you got to listen to your body. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just looking at it exactly, you know. Wow. So I'm, I'm kind of leaning in the, in the direction of that longevity column at the moment. And then if something comes up and things open up and I can do an event, I'll, you know, go back. But I want to find uh, the goal is to find something in the middle, you mm -hmm. know, because I'm, I'm an amateur athlete at the end of the day either. I'm not like making money. at it. You <laughs> yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't want to stay in sports performance, you know, where I'm kind of pedal to the metal all the time now right. anyway. You know, at the same time, I like being strong part of the mentality right because physically strong mentally strong mm -hmm. spiritually strong right all fits into the no snooze concept you know what i'm saying you want to yep. be strong and powerful in many ways so but if you're concentrating fully on longevity and you're trying to get your bmi your body mass index down to 25 you're just not going to be that strong <laughs> you know yeah. so yep. you're yep. giving something up you know but i, I think there's got to be something in the middle and i'm trying to find where that middle ground is are there any food items that are uncommon that you've incorporated in your diet where you're like this is a a superfood a game changer that a lot of oh, people wouldn't know about because you oh, always hit wow. me with like yeah that a lot of people would gems. not know about well not even not know about or not utilize as much as they should or yeah there's a okay misconception. sure sure so um i think this is a little bit more in the longevity column Love what it. i'm what i'm about to say um, and you and I were actually talking about this the other day when, when you know, we went to look at a, at a house, um, is beans. Yes. Legumes. So there are seven different areas around the world that were studied in, um, they're called blue zones. Now, they're called blue zones because they had the largest concentration of centenarians, people that live to 100 plus. So the wow. researchers are like, you know, why are these people in these areas, Sardinia and Italy being one of them? That's where I'm going. Why are you? Yeah. No, no. I'm oh, just, that's where you're going to go live forever in Sardinia. <laughs> and if I went there, I'd be dead by 50. If, only if you learn Italian. I heard time. you were trying to learn Italian. I am. I'm still working. Yeah. Still I have a lot right. of to-dos <laughs> on the list. Still working on it. See. <laughs> Prego. <laughs> so these, these blue zones were then researched by 
some PhDs and so forth. You know, why do, why do these people live to 100 and in other areas, you know, we're dying at 65 of cancer and getting dementia at 60 and all that, you know what I mean? And so there were some common denominators. Anyway, one of them was consumption of beans, legumes. So I, and this is, this is what fits into the terminology also that's being thrown around today a lot in longevity anti-aging is ancestral living. You know, it's looking back, paleo diet, ancestral living. You know, how did our ancestors do it? But they didn't live that long. But they didn't so live well, that long right? for other reasons. Well, they didn't yeah. have the resources either. They didn't have the resources. The medicine wasn't as yeah, good. People say that. I'm like, the average age was like 30. Like, yeah. When we well, paleo, was, right? Well, like, yeah. I mean, but it was because they were getting eaten my, by. I had my, my grandfather lived to uh, 93, my grandmother 93. Oh, so, that's a good point. You know, yeah. So and it depends on. The area. Yeah. I didn't want to offend any uh, people out no, there no, that live to 150. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I would say definitely, to answer your question, um, like getting beans, back to... Yeah, so uh, another... Mike's like, wait, can I just pop open a can of... No, I'm and, curious. And, and yeah, it's actually a great it. question, and the answer yes. is yes, you can. Yes. And I was concerned about that also, because like one of the things... It's is great. Exactly, yeah. 99 cents to be exact. Wow. And organic, by the way. Wow. Organic, yes. So nutritionfacts.org. Uh, a guy by the name of Michael Greger, Dr. Greger. Um, so you could just go to that website, type in, you know, black beans, kidney beans, whatever, chickpeas, garbanzo beans, I you know, the, the Italians, you know, and you will get now all 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 Greger does is he basically re he reads the research for us and then puts it into a nice video clip podcast. Oh, I love and he's it. just regurgitating the research. Wow. So it's not his opinion. Spark he's notes. not selling anything. Spark you know what note. I mean? I love it. He's just regurgitating all the research. Anyway, all the research on beans and legumes, eat all you want. Really? It's a slow burning, low glycemic carbohydrate. Right. So one of the major problems, right, and today is SAD. SAD standard American diet, right? We're eating cereal. I think I just saw this and I thought it was a joke, but it wasn't. And I think it was on Twitter. It was an advertisement. And Eggo, I think Kellogg's. So Kellogg's yeah. waffles. They just came out with three new flavors. And like one of the three flavors, well, two of them I remember. One is like almost like a neon blue. And the other one was like this neon pink. And it was, and I'm saying that like, you're feeding that to kids? Like, imagine giving that to your kids. Right, yeah, it's no. poison. And I now, mean, do you think that's just like dye and stuff added to it? Obviously? Dye yeah. and sugar. Right. Dye and sugar, you know? And so, sugar, you talk about sugar. Sugar is, is a killer. And sugar leads to diabetes, diabetes to heart disease, dementia. There's nothing good about added sugar. You know, so you're giving kids Eggo waffles? Yep. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and so beans, so that, that would be high on the glycemic index. Like you're eating those, those Eggo waffles and you're, you're dumping sugar into your bloodstream. Then the body has to dump insulin. Then the insulin crashes. It's a train wreck. Mm. But beans is like low, slow, and steady. You're mm. going to get sustained energy. You're going to get over you know, the course of hours. Yep. You're going to get tremendous dietary fiber, which is great for your gut, for the microbiome mm. of, your, of your intestine. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and at the end of the day, you're going to feel full longer, mm. right? Because of all the fiber. And so there's protein in and beans there's, too, And right? there's protein in it. Yep. Is there a best bean? 
That you've uh, seen? Yes, that's actually interesting. You asked that question, and the winner, the winners were black beans and chickpeas. Ooh, wow. Now that doesn't mean things like a pinto bean was at kind of at the at the bottom of the barrel. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that it's bad for you. It just had a little bit less nutrition. It's just than, not the optimal. Yeah, ju- yeah, just had a little less nutrition. And then you're talking about the can, so I was like, oh man, because you want to optimize right during yep. the day. So I'm like, I love to cook, but I'm also trying to develop this style that like. You could cook quick, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Because like kind of, yeah, almost like a little Rachel Rayish type, you know, twenty minutes, yep. boom, boom. You know Love what I mean? Love that show, growing up. Yeah, right. Remember, show. remember that? Was you know? it twenty minute meals? Twenty minute meals, right? Exactly. That's my girl, Rachel. because so, <laughs> you know, oftentimes if you get the you know the sprouted bean, which is even better, but it's forty five minutes soak time, then another forty five minutes cooking, and I'm yeah, like, that's, that's an hour and a half. Man, I'm trying to, I got, yep. got to move. You know what I mean? So thank God at nutritionfacts.org and Dr. Greger said, yeah, you could have the beans right out of the can. So basically all you're doing is there's a little nutrition loss, but it's not significant enough where he was like, no, you can't have those. Wow. You know? So now you're talking about opening up a can of beans, right? In a BPA aluminum free can, of course. Right? Because you don't want the standard or no? Yeah. Now it is. Pretty much now it is. Um, And all you're doing is heating them up. And adding spices. So beans is one, and spices would be the, the second thing. Can you so, eat them cold, like right out of the can? I feel I. You can put them on a salad. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I was doing a three bean a three bean salad as a there you meal go, prep. and so cold. Yep. So there you go. Yeah, and I was chopping up some onions, a little celery, some uh, yep. cucumbers in there, just keeping it, you know, just to give me some extra extra flavor. That's that's fantastic. Wow. But honestly, I, I got sick <laughs> sick of, of it. Like I've just you eating got tired. You got to mix it. Yeah. Well, variety again, like like we said before off camera, very extreme. So I went out and bought ninety seven cans <laughs> yeah. of beans, yep. which yep. I'll probably do ate now. This, <laughs> ate this for three to five weeks straight. Yeah, they got sick of oh, it. Oh man, yeah. But yeah, now it's I'm like ready a to snack go or meals. No, that was my meals. No, so like, I, so I've messed around with different recipes, so that doesn't happen because I'm kind of the yep, same way. Yep. So one of the things I did was I make it a little bit thicker, so I, I don't put as much bone broth, you mm. know, as the stock in Ooh. it. So it's a little bit, you know, heartier. And uh, I found a uh, grain-free, so gluten-free, mm-hmm. made out of cassava. Do you know what cassava is? It's a root no. vegetable like sweet potatoes. Okay. 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 So it's made out of cassava taco. Wow. So I put the I dumped the beans in these tacos. The name of the company is Siete. S I, you know, Siete. Yes. Wow. Yeah. S I E T E. Yep. Yep. And their chips are good. They have chips. They have tortillas. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Now they're not. It's not organic, but the ingredients. Yeah. Well. Yeah, a little bit more. Longevity in my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're good. Wow. Yeah, but they're really good. good. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And so tacos I'm and blown then away. and then I change up the spices, you know. So I make I think I was going to bring you one the other day. Yeah, the yeah I, I use uh, Yeah, escarol and beans. Yep, one of Ooh. the old ancestral, you know, that's what yes. our grandparents used to yeah, use. Oh my god, like my a, grandmother makes it phenomenal. Right? Escarol and beans. Right. And and what that is was simply an ancestral, it was like a peasant dish because yep, they didn't exactly. have a lot of money. They yep. didn't have, you know, they couldn't buy meat, yep. you know, like we do go to the supermarket and get meat. So that was that was a standby, you know? And so I was making it the other day with my mother. She's my mother's eighty six, and uh, she's ah, you that's that you can't make it that way because I'm making it like modern, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's like, that's like, not how you do are, it. Are you slipping peptides in mom's in diet mom's or yeah. what's going? Uh, mom's one hundred and eighty two. That's a great question. I, I'm I've got her on a few different things like resveratrol. Um, you know, that's that's a little. I bit am different. literally going to play this episode back, Pete, and I'm going to write down the words that I don't know, and I am googling. 
all of Google this. Google all of this Because I need all of this knowledge. And I'll, and I'll give you the, the books, too. So another, I mentioned you, David Sinclair. Yes. So another book I just mentioned, resveratrol. So I'll just tell you quick on resveratrol. So resveratrol is the compound that is found in the skin of red grapes. Okay. Which is why wine in small amounts is very good for us. A bottle. Yeah, a bottle, yeah. yeah. One glass. Yeah, unfortunately, scooters, that's the bad glass. news. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, un- yeah. yeah, unfortunately, that's the bad news. It's like six ounces, you know what I mean? But that's kind of like one glass a it's night. It's one glass. Yeah, yeah it's I, one glass. I, I'd like to incorporate one glass a yeah. night. And it's, mm-hmm. uh, that's actually good for you for a couple of reasons. One, you get a little bit of resveratrol. Unfortunately, you can't get enough. That's why you have to supplement. Because in order to get enough resveratrol to affect your longevity genes in a positive way, you ready for this? And yeah. I don't recommend it. You would have to drink 600 glasses of wine. Oh, wow. So you can't do that, right? Wait, in one you night? could. Uh, they didn't say. I think oh, it was because okay. it got yeah, to yeah, such yeah. a joke number, like 600, yeah, that absurd. it was just like Two they didn't. Even bother, wow, yeah, that, that, yeah. you know. So you can't. So you supplement with resveratrol, and you can buy resveratrol on Amazon. Wow, you know, and um, and so within David Sinclair's research, he's a geneticist at Harvard. So geneticists studying anti- no credentials, so, this guy. yeah, no. PhD, not an MD, is a PhD geneticist studying aging, and so he was working on this compound resveratrol which he discovered will add to both our health span and our lifespan by working on, they discovered about 25 years ago, they, I'm saying the researchers, yep, the PhDs, gotcha, you know, gotcha. the people who were studying this stuff, Walter Longo is another one out of uh, USC, um, that resveratrol works on these longevity genes that are called SIR, like S-I-R, like yes sir, sirtuins. And we all have seven of these genes that help to regulate our epigenetic or epigeome our our environment and we can kind of turn them on and turn them off with resveratrol so what resveratrol does is it mimics fasting Mm -hmm. so even after you've eaten it still is gives the stressor to the body as if you are fasting and helps to regulate blood sugar Mm, blood glucose now i love the way you break this down but to a lot of people like even myself right you you think you know things and then you get somebody like coach pete here that clearly i mean this is incredible but People must read these names yep. and you almost get like, you know, embarrassed to even try to even read it sometimes because it sounds so crazy. But then when you break it down and you're able to to give like tangible takeaways as to why it helps. Yeah, this this is incredible stuff, man. Thank yeah. Rhonda, Rhonda, Patrick. Rhonda Patrick. She's another one. Yeah. So what I tried, right. Mm-hmm. I watched her podcast with Joe Rogan. And she was mentioning broccoli sprouts, mm. right? Because it has, what does it have in it? Oh, God. Uh, uh, I can't pronounce it. Um, uh, I know a you, mic. There's a compound. No, this is good. Everyone's yeah, going to be. And you, uh, I shouldn't. I should be able to. People know it yep. are going to be screaming on the other side of the yes. screen. But it's basically a longevity yes. uh, benefit. Yes. And it's just broccoli sprouts. Yes. And apparently if you freeze them, it's like it, it goes times in, by it, 10, it, right? It, yep. So I I bought broccoli sprouts. I grew them in the kitchen. Sulfurophane. You yes. grew Sulfurophane. them in the kitchen. Yeah, you put them in a jar. You soak yep. them. Yep. And then they just grow, right? And really? then they just grow. Wow. So I soaked them in a like a little whatever jar. They grew great. I tried to freeze them. Tasted terrible. Terrible. How so, many can you grow in your kitchen? Did you spice them? You got to spice them. Little. I didn't do anything to them. I just tried oh, to. I, I tried to do a lemon juice shot with them. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was like terrible. <laughs> terrible. But I froze them. So I, you know, you throw that on salad. You do. I, I like the the um, the extreme things that you can find like that's an extreme one apparently yeah. the benefits are outrageous, outrageous it's yep. just a matter of how do you get in your system right. do you do it naturally do you supplement 
you know, so that was one that I wanted to ask you about. Like, do you, have you ever played with that? Not, I mean, I eat a lot of broccoli. Yeah. You know, but not like you have with the with the broccoli sprouts themselves, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. and growing your own. Right. Well, like sprouted bread, it's the same concept, right? Yeah, Because when exactly. it's growing, that's when the highest benefit yep. or nutrition yep. is. The highest concentration. Concentration. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So now if I, if I can shift us a little bit, because, listen, I could do a whole episode and season on this stuff, <laughs> I, and, I, and I need to talk to you further about yeah, a lot man. of things that I'm not doing the yeah. right way. Yeah. Has there been a challenge or adversity that you've been able to like you know overcome in your life so no snooze right we like to highlight like you know how you got to where you're at with like all this all this knowledge obviously it's a lot of research and stuff but was there a point in your life that you can remember that was like okay you know what this now developed my why as to you know why i want to just peak performance yeah. every day of my life yeah yeah that's an amazing question and the answer is absolutely yes and i actually have a different mindset on that now because uh when first i had some obstacles that happened they wrecked me so i'll, I'll explain so um there's a great book i'll mention another book that kind of changed a lot of my thinking on this um and it's called ops the obstacle is the way by Ryan Holiday. Great book. You read it. So you know what I'm talking Great about. Great book. Yep. And it literally is kind of answering the question that you just asked. Obstacles were not put in our way to block us or impede our our uh, pursuit of peak performance, yep. but they were put there to teach us something. Yes. And so I've had a couple events in my life. Um, one would be in 2009 simultaneously i was on top of the world i had three gyms i had um three physical therapy centers occupational therapy was rocking making the most amount of money that i've ever had and working my butt off such to the point that such to the point that looking back now and you know you you want to learn from these things like Mm -hmm. you know that obstacle was there it was a detriment and but what can I learn from it, you know? And so I was neglecting my marriage. Now, I wasn't aware of this because I had hedgehog vision. You know what I mean? I was going 150 miles an hour. But it came to reality when I got divorce papers. Mm. So I had that in November 2009. Then March of that year, sorry, March of the following year, 2010. So I, now I got simultaneous. I go through a business divorce with my business partner of these three gyms and physical therapy centers. Wow. So it's a train wreck for 2010. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, and the financial fallout and mm-hmm. you know, so forth and so on. And at that time, reflecting back now, you know, I wasn't able to handle it. You know? Now, I didn't, thank God, I didn't fault any you know, bad stuff. You know? I just didn't work. I went into my garden. I had the greatest garden in the world. That <laughs> I had a massive hundred tomato plants. You know, that's what I went to. You know yeah. what I mean? But so a lot of uh, that would be one, you know, obstacle. That's a great one. Yeah, yeah that would be one obstacle. And one I, I can relate to. And I, I spoke about this on the podcast, too. But, you know, my wife and I have only been married. Uh, we got married when I was 24. So six going on seven years. And I was already seeing that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was me. Yep. Like it was so me. And she's telling me this and I'm not listening. Mm. And then the conversation started happening. Thank God we sought out therapy um, and, and we've been able to really get back on track. Yeah. Obviously, baby in the picture now. But I can then, see how a lot of people, 
you you get twisted like yeah. you know what working is everything and and really at yes. the end of the and day I, you have to take care of and home. i thought i was doing the right thing exactly. right because i was yep. blind because she was telling me hello you know i'm here and i was like well you know i gotta i gotta get this business i gotta grow it i gotta open another place mm-hmm. three's not enough i wanted 10 of these wow. so i was in hot pursuit of 10 you know what wow. i'm saying but in the meantime i was like I, I obviously didn't say it but looking back at my behavior you know was such that i thought that I was putting her first, mm-hmm. but I wasn't. I was really putting the business first. You know what I mean? And so it, there was no balance. Yeah. You know? And so now I got great balance. You know? Now, having that. learned from that experience and reflecting on it and going through it, I mean, I'm in the best relationship of my, of my life because now I'm really making sure that I put my partner's needs first, not the business not mine. So now I have a different mindset. You know, now I'm like you come into a relation to you come into a relationship, marriage, whatever to give, not to receive, not to take. No reciprocity. None. There was a quote I saw um at a house I was showing that hit me pretty hard. So I work weekends and a lot of times a very difficult to schedule things with because I'm I kind of prioritize work. So I looked up and it said don't be too busy trying to make a life mm. to live your life. Yep. Something mm. like that. Yep. yep. And then Speak. it kind of like it hit where I'm like, yeah, you know, I have to balance a little better where I prioritize my scheduling of personal things and then put work with around that. Yep. You know, prioritize Absolutely. family events, which I've done a good job at, but I definitely could do a lot better. Yep. But that's, I mean, to your yep. point. Yeah. That's, you gotta, yeah. It's flipping the priority. Yeah. And, and it's... Yeah, a habit, right? We were yes. talking about habits. Yep. You guys are talking about habits on another podcast, you yep. know, of yours, not that long ago, and it is it is the development of better habits. Yep. And sometimes you can make massive sweeping change and like change it overnight. I believe people can do that, you know, if they if they want to and they choose mm-hmm. to. You can make massive change overnight, and other times it takes a little learning yeah. curve, you know, and a little learning process. But, and my argument is if someone makes a massive change overnight, there was however many lessons I learned along Beforehand. the way, they just didn't implement right. it, right? No like, doubt. Yep. I've seen that even with me with certain things. Like I've learned a ton and then there's certain days or whatever, it all just kind of clicks mm. and then you move forward, you know, personal, professional, you know, everything. Yep. So it's interesting. No, no doubt. No there's doubt. no overnight wow. success. And thank you for sharing that, man. Yeah, that, man. That's, yeah. that's incredible stuff. Yeah. And I know everybody doesn't really like to talk about it, but when yeah. honestly you, you're living a peak performance life, it's clear that you can even talk about the uncomfortable stuff. Yeah. 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 You know? yeah. And the uncomfortable stuff, I believe. So what does not kill us makes us stronger. stronger. Right. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I think having developed that, that better mentality. Now, the other thing that I was able to do actually though, um, and this maybe didn't, didn't, didn't come from, um, you know, necessarily an obstacle, but I guess what I've learned is the coach needs to be coached. So I spend every day learning as much as I possibly can. Certainly don't know everything, don't pretend to, want to learn more. And so I actually from time to time, not, not you know, 365 um, and sometimes not all at the same time, but I have three different coaches mm. that I use. So I have a business mastery coach. I, I use Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm. I love Tony Robbins. Incredible. And I, lo- I, and I signed up for his coaching. So I, u- I use that. I myself, from time to time, use a nutritionist. Because mm. she's always got valuable insights. You know, Is that Rhonda and, and, Patrick? And back, no, I wish. She's a beast. I, she's a beast. <laughs> she's yeah. good. She, yeah, a little hard to understand sometimes. She gets a little clinical. She, but she's way, she's like. Yeah, yeah. She says terms. I'm like, yeah, is that English? Yeah, yeah. Wow. 
Um, and then uh, I use a, a sports performance coach from time to time myself. You know, so you know, talk about humility and, you know, and being humble and there's always stuff to learn and you can always learn from someone else. You know, always learn from someone else. You got to keep the mind open. What, do you have? Uh, do you plan on adding a longevity coach? Uh, wow, that's a great question. Um, I haven't thought about that. Um, like, because is there? Is it a? Does it, that are exist? You blazing. I was saying. Are you You're blazing? Probably, a new yeah. Account? There's. I guess there's one that I can think of. Uh, maybe you guys know the name. Pretty popular guy, Ben Greenfield. Yeah. Yeah, the you name, know, yeah. I, he's I'm got no yeah. Wi-Fi in his house. Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty ancestral living. Yeah, wow. he's ripped you know, up. Yep. Yep. Big dude, too yep. tall. And he's got a good podcast. He's got kids. Yep, yeah. yep. Hmm, so, yeah, so I think as far as I know, and there may be more, don't get me wrong. I, I just, as far as I know, I think he might be. But I th- is he older? No, he's like, thir- he, I think he's not even 35 That's a good yet. point, too. You yeah. don't have to be, you don't have to have someone older to coach you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a good point. Yeah. You know. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm baffled over here. But I read something really awesome on your on your website. And it was from your partner, Jill, is her mm-hmm, name, right? Mm-hmm, Jill, right, so, yep. So shout out to Jill, but I actually, I'll read it. And it says, I approached Pete to be my strength coach because I had no idea of what to do in the gym unless it resembled a soccer conditioning workout. Since then, I've built more strength than I could have ever imagined and more confidence. If I can go from zero confidence, zero pull-ups, and only enough strength to hold a pint of ice cream in one hand, (laughs) to bench pressing more than my body weight in a few years, then you can too. So my question to you is, where do you start with somebody who has zero confidence? And in your opinion, over the course of the past 30 years in your work, what is the, I guess, the common theme that you see in confidence and then in fitness and when the two align what happens so you allured to it earlier you mentioned having to discover your why mm-hmm. and that's where i start so in in jill's case it was simple questions and i kind of go deep with it and repetitive with it and i'll explain what i mean so she wanted to be stronger and that was like one of her top goals. Why do you want to be stronger? And then the answer that people first give, whatever that first answer is, is never the real deep why. Hmm. It's way you know down. It's way yes. deeper than that. Yeah. So why do you want to be stronger? You know. And then oh, because I want to be a CrossFit athlete. Well, why do you want to be a CrossFit athlete? You see what I'm saying? So you just tear and the you layers off. Yeah. One tear by the one. layers off. Yeah, because there's something way down there. You know, it's like I, we could do it with you with wanting to, you know, to lose weight and get in shape. It's more than just um, oh, I think I want to look good for you know because we're going to Italy. You know, yeah, yeah. It, there, there's yeah. a bigger, deeper reason there. And so my point is, it's psychological. Mm. And unless you uncover that that deep, deep why. It's never strong enough, if you're just using that superficial, that first answer, mm-hmm. it's not a strong enough why to get to the end result. For most people. Right. For some people it is. But I'm saying, generally speaking, you got to really spend some time thinking about that, you know, um, and uncovering what's the purpose. So you discover the why yep. for the person who doesn't have any confidence. Yep. And then from there, I'm trying to like kind yep, of create yeah, like, a, like a process. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Yep. Yep. So from there, obviously you get to you get to know the individual. Do you take maybe their interests and things into account? Like, what's the next step after you uncover that that person has no confidence, right? Then you put them on on a plan with 
Coach P, now they come to love fitness. Why is it that then they develop all this confidence? What is it over 30 years that you've been able to see that like, okay, that, that's yeah, it? Yeah, so then it's mindset, meaning, and specifically, I'll, I'll be more specific with that, empowering beliefs. So words are important, right? And so if someone is accustomed to saying, uh, well, just to use weight loss again as a generic yep. example, I've tried every diet, nothing works. Mm, yep. If you're starting out with that language, you're already set up for failure. So we got to change that language yep. and find better words to use, you know, so that you people are starting to empower themselves and gain that confidence rather than thinking of themselves in a negative fashion. So it's not necessarily positive thinking, yep. um, but it certainly is kind of headed in the direction of thinking more positively, right. you know, and developing these empowering beliefs about yourself. Then, so you've got that piece, and then it's habits. What can we do today to start that process? And it doesn't have to be a massive sweeping change. Another good book, Atomic Habits. Mm. Oh man, I'm for James Clear. Uh, man, I'm forgetting the name of the book. Uh, the author, excuse me. But the book is Atomic Habits. I read it. I forget Have the you read author it? Too. Yeah. yeah. And it's so think of an atomic atom, right? An atomic bomb. The atomic atom, you can't even see it, right? With the eye, you need a microscope. I, I'm not a physicist, obviously, but you know, it's very tiny, right? But that thing creates a pretty massive explosion, right? Yeah. So you start with an atomic habit, a tiny little change in your habit today that will we can stack on and stack little wins on little wins mm. on every day so it might be it might be going to bed 15 minutes earlier you know you say i can't yep. get to bed an hour Preach. earlier I'm, I'm loving this right I, you know i'm loving can you this. Give us an example of like an atomic habit that jilly took or someone you've used took that like was your first thing that you instilled in them just um, for like a, a reference yeah yeah so let's see in in jilly's case um she really wanted to be a high level competitive crossfit athlete mm -hmm. okay which she she is now which she's yeah, yeah which yeah. she's doing and still pursuing yeah, you yeah. know um but she had the limiting belief that I'm a, I have a soccer background mm. can I really I see these girls that are in the crossfit games and they're really strong I have a soccer background I don't think I could ever be that strong mm. well yeah you can it's just empowering belief yep. let's change that habit and take a Gotta different action can. right yeah exactly and the atomic habit there was just start training a little bit differently so instead of doing this exercise today which is more of an endurance base so so uh, i'll add one other thing you always got to look for the weakness you don't want to I, I don't want to work with somebody whether i'm verbally coaching you or you know in the gym coaching you on what you're good at already mm. you know what i mean I got to find what the weak link in the chain is. Identify the weakness mm. and bring the weakness up so that it becomes a strength. So in her case, it was strength. Mm. She could run miles from the soccer background. She could do all kinds of endurance activity, but she couldn't pick up a 135-pound barbell. Mm. So the endurance is diminished and the strength comes up. And you do that just one exercise. Just just pick one. It doesn't have to be you know a, a whole massive yep. workout where you're banging all of a sudden trying to bang these different heavy weights. It's one exercise, one rep. Was and it an it, exercise that you did with her? Deadlift. Deadlift. Yeah, deadlift. Deadlift because wow. it's the like the mother of strength, yeah, so right. to speak. And that know? that builds the confidence as yes, well, right? Because you're I breaking. can do this. Mm. Yeah. And that, then you start to stack that. And then you start and then to stack one that. One by one, now you create a whole routine and a plan. I, I uh, had a speaking engagement today, right? 
It still haven't changed from shout out for the from, invite. Thank from you. From work. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, it was, couldn't be in it today. <laughs> it was invite only. Sorry, you know, I, I was just a guest as the, <laughs> as the speaker, but it was about habits too. And I've come to the conclusion that I refuse in the morning to go work for anybody else in my life before I work for myself. Mm-hmm. Right, and I don't have like you have you have different flexibility than I do in my career. Mm -hmm. But I know that if I am going through my morning checklist, my gratitude prayer, my hydration, my active approach in terms of physically working out, my 10 pages that I read, if I don't do that, I have no confidence for the day to then go work for anybody else. Right? And of course, again, there's days that you can't get through your routine. Callie, my daughter, might stay up and not go back to sleep. So now my whole routine is shot, but I know I'm still confident that, you know what, I already, I've done this a million times. So one day is not gonna, gonna, not gonna throw me off, yeah. right? Yeah. And as I was saying that, I was seeing people's, and my boss was in the room, and I said, I will never come to work for you until I work for myself. And then when I explained it, yeah, he was then they were like, yeah, 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 he almost <laughs> got offended. <laughs> but, but then I explained it, and you saw like people's, yep. like, you know, their, their mind kind of shifted. And not that I'm selfish. I, I don't like no, to see it as a self, it. but I know I'm going to show up better for you. As the best version of yourself. Yes. That's what it is. In order for you to show up as the best version of yourself for this place, for your boss, you have to first take care of you. Right. Absolutely. Well, and, think I mean, about a marriage, plane, relationships, right? me, Mike and I, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> when a plane's, when they say for safety in the oh, plane, right. you have to take Great care point. of yourself before you can help someone else. That's right. So that's like a good Perfect one. Perfect example. The, have you heard the saying, pay yourself first? Pay yourself first. I've heard it. Explain it. Give me, it, me some. It's basically saying that you're going through life and you're, the, the ultimate goal is to create freedom, right? It's not to make a lot of money. Money's just the, the vehicle to gain freedom. So if you want to gain freedom, you got to start paying for your freedom with saving investments. So whenever you get your paycheck, rather than going paying someone else and buying something with it, pay yourself first. Pay, pay yourself, yourself first. Put that, Don't forget to pay yourself something. first. Yeah, yeah so that's the yep. same concept. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, I really love that. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, we, we have a lot of people that latch on to us because they want more in their lives, as we do. Yeah. So the, the, the little inspiration and the motivation that I'm you know, trying to, to get to is, is I see it a lot that people just lack confidence. And I'm a firm believer, like, if you just start taking little action steps, yes. like you're saying your life will begin to change in a big way yes. over time. Yes. Right? I, I, I also think, and tell me if you agree with this, I think when you have a feedback loop of, of progress, oh, man. it helps immensely. Oh, big time. Uh, that and support circle. Yeah. In other words, there are people in your life that might be dragging you down mm. for whatever reason. Though That's not the people that you want to run with. You know. Uh, so I have a saying, uh, I... I not my saying, I got it from somewhere else, Westside Barbell, actually. Um, if you run with the lame, you will develop a limp. Ooh. So if, if, if you're you know, with people that are thinking negative, mm. right, uh, have disempowering beliefs, that's going to affect you, it, whether you think it is or not, and that's going to limit your confidence for whatever you're trying to do. So sometimes you got to change your friends, you know, or keep away from some family members. Yep. I hate yeah, to say yeah, it. Yeah, it, that's true. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yep. And something I always say, and I, I firmly believe, we're fortunate enough that we're in a day and age where there's so much content where there's the right people yes. teaching and learning. Yes. So the best investment, like if you had $100, I would say buy AirPods. 
I think that's the best thing you could buy. Keep them in your ears. Yep. And just listen throughout the day to the people you want to aspire yes. to be. Yes. Or get pieces from. Because yes. there's no excuse that, that anymore. That are feeding you good content. Yes. Yeah. You know, that it, are going to empower you yeah. to be better. And it's just a, even a mindset of someone going out and achieving certain things. They have a way they speak about things, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, you know, there's a obstacle, like you're saying, that gets thrown at someone. And the person that is a optimist and has been successful is like, all right, well, how are we going to attack this? And they, the whole way they approach things, you start to take on. You know, the, all the podcasts we've listened to, I can hear people that you talk like Goggins and, you know, and I hear it in myself when I like Tim Ferriss and people that I, I've enjoyed, you hear yourself kind of, um, uh, taking pieces of them and spitting it to other people, yes, absolutely. right? Which is funny. Well, that's the best. So it's ironic you say that because I believe the best way to actually learn something is to really teach it to somebody yeah, else bingo. Yeah, yeah. because you I take, agree. you take a concept that you learned from somebody else. Now you put Mike Pirelli spin on it. Now you got something that might be Tim Ferriss plus Mike Pirelli that Tim Ferriss didn't give yeah, the next 100%. person. Right. Like when you, when you're putting your knowledge, tying it to the doctors too, you're doing it in a way that's now spinning it, but people get it twisted, you know, that it's a negative thing to teach. And we don't like, we don't come here and teach, but my experiences plus my knowledge. Absolutely. Is, what makes one third of the No Snooze podcast. Yep. yep. Right? Absolutely. And then Mike and, and obviously yeah. Claudio behind the scenes too. Um, but no, beautiful stuff, man. I, yeah. I, and, and I, so well, again, sorry and, for and the I tangent. Think, I think that's where that saying pay it forward comes from also. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's where that comes from also. And being to help of service others. to yeah, others, Yeah, being right? of service to others. Mm. Yeah, gratitude. Yep. You know, you're talking a lot about gratitude. Yep. You know, all that stuff comes into play. Yeah. Part of me has a problem giving advice because I feel like personally I have such a lofty goals and the fact that I'm not there yet, I have kind of an imposter syndrome of trying to tell someone what to do. If that makes sense. I get so mad at him yeah. for this, by the way. Yeah. But it's just, that's I like a, a that's a Seriously. limiting belief. It's a limiting of, belief. You know, like if yourself. someone in yep. real estate, for example, Yeah, because you're telling yourself, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there I'm yet. I'm not old enough. I'm not seasoned enough. I don't know if it's yeah. seasoned or old enough. Or it's just, I'm I learned this from I, someone where else. You want, where you think where you should be. Should be, because I have such lofty. It's not that I'm like unhappy with it. It's just, I feel like. I don't have a voice to tell that. Like every time someone asks me for advice, I say, well, I do this. You know, I don't know what works for you. And that's because a good way I'm to do not. it. I think that, yeah, I, but that, I think that's But that's the always best running in the back it, of my mind you know? is like, yeah. Yeah. Is, you know, and I don't know if other people share in that thought, but I, uh, for some reason, I always think of that. And it's just because I have, the, I have a very clear vision of long term, what mm-hmm. I want it to look like. But you're on, but you're. I'm on you're, the right track. You're in the arena. Yeah, yeah. Right? I'm, I'm, you're I'm in the arena. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You're making the effort. Yeah. And you're on that road. Yeah. And you're, ta- you know? you're taking the steps. And to you're get taking on. the steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah and developing yeah. the habits. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. you're laying the foundation to get there. Yeah. You yeah. know, and it's good that they're lofty goals. You got you. That that's gives you yeah it's purpose. excitement. You know? excitement. That's that's part yeah. of your why. I kind of want to lift 120 now there too. Yeah, that's no, it's fine. <laughs> amazing. But to to your point, like one, I get mad at him for that. Yeah, because he's so, so many people, whether he likes it or not, they look to him. Yeah. as like. You know, a source of motivation. Yep. And there's plenty of motivation going around, right? But he is so incredible in the aspects of his life, but he has this thing, which we all do. You just want to continuously do more, do more, do more. And you never sit back and really realize, wow, I'm in a good spot in my life. Right. And right. I'm That's taking these steps. That's interesting up. Yeah. You know, but I, I don't know. I mean, you know what You it say is? it really well, though, when he says, we do, we're documenting the rise. The rise. Right? Exactly. Because like, exactly. the No Snooze podcast is going to pop. We know that. 
we know the only way it's not going to pop is if we jump off. Right. Yeah. Right. And it might take a year, two years, three, four. Who knows? You don't know. But you're in the arena. Right. We're here and we're taking the steps. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I you know what like I think it is? I think there's just so many uh, things out there and everyone has a voice and there's some people have done nothing. Mike, and there's seven billion people in the world. No, no, yeah. and one third of them are on the internet. No, so, <laughs> right, right. Seriously, this is what I'm you saying. The, my point being that I think the rise of the fake guru has ruined mm. that mm. for me because mm. I'm, I'm. You're afraid of being that. Exactly. Yeah. But who I, said you're a guru? Uh, no, but the the people trying to teach people like you clearly have a background of action and you've done everything right you've clearly done a ton in your life you're very successful like i know i've been successful up to this point but you still have that because because of the arena we're in is plagued by that type of pitch because a lot of people like the get rich quick schemes mm -hmm. they're the only person getting rich quick is the person pitching that right. so that's like you know something i, I think about I have a really not to get off I have, topic. No, no, it's not right on topic. Good, yeah, somebody who's twenty or thirty years old, right, thirty-five maybe, and now you're in the arena with somebody like yourself. For us, what is something that at our age you can do to get closer to people like yourself? Hmm. Because I find, and I find this now in my life, and it's not offensive to my friends, to my boys, or any of that. I'm on the higher end of action, right? And not that people don't take action in their life, but like I am so focused and my clarity is so, I know exactly what I have to do to get to where I want. Whereas I see most of my boys are trying to figure that out. So I need to, you always say the network is your net worth. Yeah. I need yeah. to level up my network, right? So what is something that we can do to now get in the arena around people like yourself? Wow, that's an interesting, interesting question. Um, I, I think the first thing that comes to mind um, is don't be afraid. And I, I don't know if I like the way I'm wording this, but just off the top of my head, don't be afraid to, and this might sound oversimplified, but I'll explain, talk to a lot of people. Mm. I mean, literally. So, for example, mm. Mike and I see each other a lot at Coffee Cafe on Greenwich Avenue. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just it's a coffee shop. You know what I mean? I have spoken to so many people in there, yeah. you know, by just saying good morning or hello or whatever and like approaching strangers. You know what I mean? And and have building up a conversation with them. And then I see him again and that carries on into a different book, you know, or connects me to somebody else and so forth and so on. So I think sometimes we're so within ourselves that we're not aware of our surroundings and there's a lot of information and a lot of knowledge and a lot of really nice people yeah that are around That's a good point you know but you got to take the time to you know hold the door for somebody you know what i'm saying in a sense and i just think that's one of the ways unknowingly sort of that i've done that you know and and met a lot of people in different walks is man don't be shy like you know, and not that not everybody's going to want to talk to you or whatever, but, you know, you start up a, a conversation, you know, with with people. And that might sound a little bit off because people are like, you know, Internet today yeah. and, you know, everything's over Zoom and, you know, just but just pe person to person, man. Mm -hmm. You know, well, I and, think you make a good point too. like something that my mindset shift at one point was when you meet someone new, you can learn something new from everyone. everyone right. Don't. Yes. Don't judge someone, which is very like high level foo foo. But. You, no, you don't true. know what 
type of value they're going to bring to you. Not that everyone has mm-hmm. to bring you value. Mm-hmm. Have a good conversation. I, I get energy from talking to people. Yep, yep. I can tell when I have good meetings throughout the day because I'm meeting a lot of people. But just like the random barista that you chat with yes. has something, some yes. story that blows your mind yes. and changes how you think and look at things. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, so and I wanted to ask that because of exactly what you're saying with the value, a lot of people you know, look at Gary Vee, right? Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, the guy in this in yep, this space yep, right yep. and he always talks about bringing value but i feel like some people struggle with i might not have value to bring to somebody yeah. and in reality if you take now what you're saying you being a genuine person going out of your way and putting effort in could potentially be valuable right cuz you can have a millionaire a billionaire that really just doesn't have a somebody who's leaning on them for the right reasons it might just be Everybody's trying to suck their money from them. So mm-hmm. if you are conscious of, you know what, I'm going to smile at every person. I'm going to hold the door for every person. I'm going to walk into the same spot if I'm seeing somebody. Yep. And just doing those little things. And it's funny because it all ties back. Little things create major changes in people's exactly. lives, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah. not everybody's receptive. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but, no, you of know, course. Whatever. I mean, people are people. You, you, you should just see don't right take now. that personally. Mm-hmm. I'm embarrassed how many emails I send. I don't even get a response. Right. Oh, yeah. That's and that's just, yeah. game you know, to know. Yeah, yeah. That's just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. People are people. People right. oh, are busy. Like, and whatever. I, 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 and I expect But you don't that. let that bother you. No, you know yeah, what exactly. I mean? Exactly. You don't, you don't let that bother and you. And it is true. It's not what you know. It's who you know. It's who you know. Because right. exactly. there's a lot of people get a lot of opportunities because they had, had a good conversation at a coffee shop and the person liked their attitude. Yes. And they said, I can work with that person. Yes. They, they bet on the jockey. They yes. don't bet on the horse. Yeah, right, right. Which leads me, uh, I'll throw this in too, and I think you're sort of alluring to it here is ask. Hmm. Like, ask. Don't be afraid to ask. So, for example, when I was trying to raise money for this yeah. new business, you know, in longevity that we were going to launch before before COVID hit, I would be in the habit of asking people, this is what I'm doing, you know, and can I pitch you? on my idea. Some people would say sure and then say no. <laughs> Some people yeah. would say no up front. But hey, I wasn't shy about just asking. Yep. You know, yep. I think I even asked you, hey, if you know anybody you did, yep. that's in this space mm-hmm. that might be interested in investing in this idea, let me know. I'd like to meet them. But you know? to your point also, the language you use is important. It's not yes. I'm trying to do this thing. It's I'm doing I'm this doing thing. It. Yep. So it's the it's the confidence mm-hmm. of you're taking the action of doing this, and if you want to jump on this train to the top, you can jump on. Yeah. Versus, I'm trying to get it out of the station. Yes. Can yeah. you help me put yeah, some right, oil in? Right. Exactly. Um, exactly. Seasoned veteran like yourself, when is? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> when is too much? Too much. I am very infatuated with doing few things in my life and doing them extremely well Mm. versus trying to do all these different things, as Mike would say, throwing darts at the board and hoping it sticks. It was thick. Right? (laughs) And and, and I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about four other people. Yeah. I want to hear from you. Yeah. Somebody who's trying to like really figure it out. Yeah. Is it worth it? To now go try a whole bunch of things or take something that you're like good at and yeah. then like focus on like building that. Mm. I, yeah, I think it again comes back to, I'm going to come back. I hope I'm not being too redundant here, but it comes back to your why. 
finding out what that is because everybody's mm-hmm. uh, everybody not everybody a lot of people like to ask like what is my purpose in life right that's kind of like you know what is my pur- I'm a dad I'm a businessman like but you know what else you know what 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 else and to truly find that why and your purpose in life uh, you got to follow your passion you know what I mean and when you follow your passion I think then you're able to uncover a lot of those answers that people might be seeking or, you know, that you might be seeking. So I'm a big believer in find out what you love. And this is not for everybody, but uh, I'm more, me personally, and it's worked out for me, I'm more apt to be the, the starving artist. In other words, I love and I've always loved fitness, health, wellness, sports, longevity, you know, they're all connected. I was going to do that no matter what. You know, even when I went through the hard times, 2010, I wasn't like in 2010, well, I just got this business divorce. Uh, I guess I got to switch careers now and I'm going to go do something completely unrelated. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, when when his head is back together again, I'm still in the same industry because that's my passion Mm. for better or worse. You know, so I think to examine your conscience, find out what your why is, take your time to really meditate sit still on that, you know, and discover what that is. So instead of throwing darts at the board and saying, let me try this, let me try that, let me try it. I'm more apt to be like, this is what I believe my calling is. This is, my, yeah. this is what I'm really, really interested in. So and just go for it. I that. love that. And, so, and then go all in. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah. once you find, once you know what that is, then yeah. you don't say, again, words are important, right? Empowering beliefs. Now, well, I'm going to give this a try. I'm going to see if it works. I have a you plan B. If it doesn't work, maybe I'll do something else. Hell no. That's it. Once you, that's it. Boom. I'm on it. And I'm not coming. Nobody's going to knock me off. I'm not going to fail. Yeah. Because even if I get knocked off, I didn't fail. I'm going to learn from the obstacle and come back stronger. My God. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to get. And I've been knocked off. Everybody gets knocked off. You know, you might have a down year, right? You're not going to give up. You're going to figure some stuff out and move forward. And when you find your passion, that that's I totally agree. But I feel like a lot of people don't do enough to find their passion mm, first, right? Yes. Like you were fortunate where... Fear, that's fear. Yeah, that's I mean, I was fear. fortunate yes. to find it pretty early. I tried a lot of stuff mm-hmm, before real mm-hmm. estate, you know? Yep, yep. So... Took you some time, yeah, but you got Yeah, took time, there. but I tried a ton of stuff. Yeah. And then when it clicked... It's okay. You, you kind of realize what, you know, what your lane is and you get that tunnel vision. Yep, yep. But I think a lot of people don't even try enough yep. to realize what they want to yeah, do. Yeah, so I guess early on, you know, mm-hmm. right out of college, yep. college, whatever, you might be throwing some of those darts around yep. if you don't really know, you know, right. what the passion is. Um, and it's good to experiment then, you yeah. know, but something's got to turn you on. Right. Yeah. And you'll know when that light goes off, like when something really energizes you yeah. and you wake up in the morning just with so much passion for that then that's, that's your that's your that's yeah. your calling. All right, so I know we're coming up on on some time here. Um, if you can give three, qu- uh, I hate the word quick, but three simple keys that you would advise someone in their twenties or thirties to set them up for success in their fifties and beyond. Wow, Ooh, good question. And, and yeah, honestly, good. the answer is go listen to questions. the whole podcast. But <laughs> yeah. but if there was like three simple things that you can. You know, really say, look, this is proven yeah. through my 30 years That's of work. Yeah. Tough. And you live it, right? Yep, so, yep, like, you have yep. to have, and it, even if you think it's basic yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Well, the first thing I would say is, is discover that passion. Take your time to unfold, unravel, discover that why, find that passion. And then once you find it, 
go all in. No plan B. There can't be a plan B. And burn the boats. Burn the boats. Exactly. Yeah, for real. That's exactly how, how I would how I would describe it. And then believe in yourself. Develop that confidence. And that takes practice. It's like playing football, lifting weights. It's repetition, right? And so whatever tools you utilize to develop that muscle, right, in the brain and the heart, in the, in the physical body, it's got to be repetitive. It's something to be done every day. It's a, it's a habit, right? But that doesn't mean some, some are automatic, but at the same time, some have to be thought about every day, daily, and then committed to and do them over and over and over. So believe in yourself. Develop that confidence. Develop those habits. And then the third thing I would say is don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. And instead of letting those destroy you and ruin your world, learn from them. Mm. They were put there for a reason, whether you believe in God or whatever. But those obstacles came into your life to teach you something. So don't let them stop you, but empower you. Learn from them and get back on track. Because you're going to fall. Everybody's going to fall. But that doesn't, like you were saying before in a different podcast, again, it doesn't mean that you failed. You know what I'm saying? You just yep. dust yourself off, keep going. And you're going to get knocked down. That's life. And in fact, I think that might be one of the things ultimately, like if you ask me one thing, is we try to make everything so comfortable for us today. You know, everything is about efficiency and comfort. And, but I don't think that that's the way. I think the way is to struggle a little bit. You see what I'm saying? And work hard and make some mistakes and maybe fall down a couple of times and suffer some losses because that's what makes you stronger. And part of me thinks too, and tell me if you agree, when you do suffer the losses, you have to get back on the horse as fast as possible. Fast as possible. Because then you don't get in your head. And that's different for everybody. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean an hour? And I I don't know. As soon as possible. But as soon as you can. As soon as possible for you. Well, yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Because you, yeah. Because then you start rethinking. You know what we just talked about. You start thinking, oh, I should have done this. Yeah. Should have done that. Yep. Yep. Whereas that energy could be going towards getting the next person or yes. doing the next thing yes. with the wife. Or yep. Yep. you screw up a date night, yep. make one the next day. Make one the next make day. Make the memory yep. short. Yep. Get back. Get just yeah. get back. Yep. Order a Beautiful. pizza. And then, and then I, I think I don't know if I'm on four now, but surround yourself with like-minded people. Mm. You got to surround yourself with like-minded people, not people that are going to drag you down. It's people that are you know negative beliefs and so forth and so on find the right crew to run with and stick to those people you know and people may come and go people may come and go you know but you want to find people that are Mm like-minded and then stay stay in that circle you know know, build a new one what thank you pete you you know what i'm always uh intrigued by though i love hearing the same type of things because it lets you know that you're on the right path repetition Mm -hmm. man but then Having your own little twist to it is yeah. what, to me, like that gets me high. Yeah. yeah. Like I love hearing things that, okay, I know we need to be doing. Okay, yeah, we've, we're doing them. But then getting your spin on it makes it like incredible for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, that was life, being selfish here, right? That was three keys to life. Now, if you want to sustain this physically, mentally, in your 50s and beyond, three things – to somebody in their 20s and 30s that they should be doing. So I, like yeah. is sleep on sleep is sleep, obviously sleep is number 1. I think it starts there and I think no snooze to kind of snooze. <laughs> <laughs> well, no cuz think about it, right? If you're if Don't snooze on your sleep. R- yeah, there don't snooze go. on your sleep, right? And if you're if you need to hit that snooze button, 
right? You are lacking in two things. One is you're not giving yourself enough sleep, so you can't be the best version of yourself and anyway. Scientifically, snoozing actually sucks. It's not good for you. Yeah, it's, it's it, actually it adds, bad. There's no, there's no benefit. Right. You know, exactly. There, there's no benefit. So if you need to hit that snooze button, then you haven't really taken care of your sleep where you need to, right? And then the second thing is if you have to hit that snooze button, that why you haven't discovered that, but it's not there because otherwise you'd be jumping out of bed. That's a good one. You see what I'm saying? That's a good one. If yeah. I know that I got something, I have a purpose, right? And if I have a purpose tomorrow and I know what that purpose is, man, well, I'm not going to hit snooze. I don't want to miss that. Right. A good example. I want to be a part of that. It is kind of tongue in cheek, but a good example is all these people I know don't wake up like when they need to for regular things when they have a round of golf oh they're out could be 3 a.m yep. people are up exactly yep. so it's yep. like that's a very yeah. simple example but yeah when you want to do something get up yeah exactly so sleep is one sleep is definitely one two is actually again i'm going to repeat it sorry if it's if it's kind of redundant no 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 but you're living yeah. this right but so it's it, it's mindset you know hmm. and, and it's developing empowering beliefs about yourself you know, and telling yourself good self-talk. You know, if you're telling yourself that you're a piece of you know what, and you're constantly ragging on yourself, eh. You, Do you have something you tell yourself all the time? Yeah, I like to go to different, uh, I guess, whatever you want to call them, um, mantras or. Yeah, yeah. Wait, no, save it though. We, no, we have I know, a whole mantra section at the end. Well, I don't. Oh, don't let I don't it know if his now. mantra is like a short one that he well, preaches to himself. Oh, okay, okay. You know, yeah, but so it'll depend on you know. Sometimes, so one of the things, this probably wouldn't be my third thing. So my third thing would be nutrition. We'll get to that in a second. But it's lowering stress. You know what I mean? Like instead of living like somebody pisses you off, you get angry. Something doesn't go your way. You get upset. You know, it used to take me days to calm down from something like that. Yeah. You know, I'd I'd hold a grudge, mm. sort of speak. You know what I mean? And then I learned to get it down to hours. Now, if I get irritated, aggravated, whatever it is, minutes it's gone. I got I got it down to minutes. Wow. Through breathing and, you know, meditation, stillness, prayer. You develop your own habit, mm-hmm. you know? And and I think getting yourself centered again so that you can move forward, mm. you know, is is a, is a huge part of it. Um, but the third thing, to get back to your question, would then be the food. Food is medicine. Food is medicine. The foods that you choose to put into your body or not put into your body at 20 do affect you at 50, 60, 70, and 80. What about 30? Asking for a friend. <laughs> so, same, same concept, though? Like it's same, not too late uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, I would, I would tell you, no. <laughs> it's not too late. Right? It's not right. too late for no. anyone. No. Yeah, exactly. Fast. It really is. Just fast one Monday, yeah. and then you're back in shape, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I yeah I, I don't yeah I don't think it's really ever too late. So thirty, man, that's so what's learn wild. This stuff and practice if you live to one hundred twenty, you're one fourth in. Think about that. That's true. But what's wild on your list, right? And I'm being honest here. Two out of the three, I'm not really optimizing right now. Yet, because if I'm sleeping six hours, I, was, I thought you were so saying sleep nutrition. isn't one. 
the beliefs, don't worry about that. I got you that got one that. on lock. Yeah, you got that, which is o- great. Almost too much. I literally... Uh, I, no, I, I don't think there is... My man's got more mirrors in his house <laughs> than a fun house. And no, I, I use, but I use it to my advantage, yes, right? Yes. And, and this is probably repetitive really to people. Though. But I bring my daughter to the mirror. She's an infant, Pete. Yep. And I rub her back and I say, look how beautiful you are. I believe it. No, I believe Just it. Just to instill some extra confidence, right? Uh, so well, the tell beliefs, everyone who she looks like. The What? Tell everyone who she looks like. Kind of resembles me a little bit. I tell my daughter every morning she's beautiful because she looks like <laughs> but so the first thing I'm not doing like to my to the best of my ability to optimize and then the, the second thing that I am doing the third thing the food I think from you know what I've learned today I'm eating too much red meat as if I'm like performing for something I have an intestinal issue that I think I need to be like more mindful of so it's unbelievable to me that yeah I think I'm at a good point in my life but to reach peak performance, I'm lacking two of the three things that you just said. Yeah. And it, I love that, the, honestly. The nutrition, the thing I like about nutrition, it's such a rabbit hole. Wherever you want to take it, you can go so deep. Yeah. It's yeah, wild. Yeah. And you should change the name to Pete Performance instead of mm. Pete. Uh-huh. It sounds similar. I like that. Uh, how about Pete's Peak Performance? Oh. That's Triple P. <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, Pete, before we get to the last question that yep. I like to ask our guests... Can you please let everybody know where they can find you? Mm. Uh, whether sure. they want to network with you, business opportunities, seek yeah, you out. Look for the um, guy in the red glasses walking around. Yeah. <laughs> red or yellow, usually. Yeah. 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 Look for the I guy who says he's on. 50, but yeah. he looks like he's 28. <laughs> Thank you. Olive oil tan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get into peptides. We'll have to do that. We'll on do that. Oh, yeah. Next oh, th- That's another show. Next time you times. come on, I'll have a six pack. Yeah. You, are, you are coming back big time. <laughs> Um, yeah, so um, my company name is Team Apollon. Uh, so it's teamapollon.com. Uh, That's with Apollon with two P's and two L's. Got you. O-L-A-P-P-O-L-L-O-N. What's Apollon? So I love, as an aside, I love history. And in this case, the history of strength. So there was a strong man in France back in the 19th century by the name of Louis Apollon. Oh. Who lived at that? What would have been at that time sort of an equivalent? Don't lifestyle. tell me 120. You know? Yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> Did he really? So yeah, so yeah, lived you know sort of an equivalent lifestyle, sort of uh, more plant based and and mm. so forth. Um, and uh, you know was you know one of the circus performers, so yeah. to speak. You know, yeah. um, and so I just kind of latched on to that story, reading about him one day and. I want to have a kind of a different name so i like wow. it all right so teamapalon.com teamapalon so yeah so that same thing on instagram teamapalon same thing on facebook yeah that's awesome nice yep. and easy simple yeah. across the board yep, yep. that's and great the team of course is me and jilly yep you yep. know yep yep gotcha now my favorite part of this podcast well i'll say that the next time too when we get into dave's dime of the week we're not there yet when you wake up in the morning and you're not here and you're not motivated and you want to technically snooze on your life. Yep. But you know that you still have to get up every single day because we can't possibly as human beings be motivated all the time. What drives you during those tough days? I love that question. And actually I'm going to disagree with you. I think we can do it every single time because it's the, the, the development of those habits. So wait, 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 uh, are you, you're, you're saying that you can, wake up motivated every day every day 
Every if, when you discover your why, discover that purpose. What your purpose is. I'm gonna get real vulgar here, right? And develop the habits that keep you. So I I think of it as uh, you're in real estate, right? That is correct. So I think of it. Think about your house for a second, right? You might move some furniture around, rearrange some stuff. But usually, if you're redecorating the kitchen, for example. You never really change, for the most part, let's say 99% of the time, nobody ever really changes where the refrigerator goes. You know what I mean? It's kind of like got its spot. You might move some tables around. or what, But that refrigerator is like it's always there. You can find it in the dark. You get up in the night, it's dark, you need a drink of water, you, go to, you can find it. So I develop a mindset that is related to my purpose, to my why, which in my case is coaching and, and helping people. I lo- I'm at my best when I'm helping you, when I'm empowering you to be the best, best version of yourself. So that's, that's my why, right? And that doesn't move. That's my fridge. So if I ever find myself getting off track for a moment, I come right back to that why. Well, that's right your back answer. to that purpose. Hit the fridge. That, that, that's your answer, though, because you just said if I find myself coming off for the moment, right back. I get back. I get right back. I'm trying back. to get away from the fridge. So this is, but that, that, that's the answer. Because <laughs> I'll use a better analogy yeah. next time. <laughs> I, I struggled with this for a long mm-hmm. time. Like I believed almost in my head that as humans, you can be motivated every single day. To me, I don't think you can. I think you have to get back to that. Yeah. And so the amount of time, so it used to be I would fall off, you know, maybe a day, maybe an hour. Now I fall off maybe 30 seconds. I'm not kidding. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so, if I, the moment I feel, I know exactly what I have to do to get back. And a, I guess a perfect example of this, right, to, to break this down, say, God forbid, somebody really close to you passed away and you knew that no matter what, you still had to wake up that next morning and go train somebody because you couldn't cancel for right. whatever reason. Cool. It, was, yep. it was the biggest event of that person's life. And you were like, you know what? I just can't do it. So clearly you're not motivated because you just suffered a crazy loss. I'm always interested to hear how do you still go? And that's what I like to leave people yep. with, yep. you know? Yep. Uh, but I think your answer from what you're saying was to you'll be off track for a short amount of time, but you rely on your habits that you habits, build. Yep. Yep. And so that's mindset. Like I know what my why is. I know what my purpose is and I don't stray from it. You know, and if I just I'm talking about stray like a tiny bit, I, I can feel it. Snap I can out. sense it. And then, then I have developed tools that get me back there. So and I have a couple of them actually that work. Give them to us. They range from I could jump in a cold shower. I mean, ice cold shower. Yep. Get in there. That boom changes my state. You see what I'm saying? Um, the other thing is I'll go for a walk. We, mm-hmm. didn't, we, we forgot to get into the walking aspect. Yes. I'll just go for a walk. And I don't mean like walk five miles. I mean a walk around the block. You know what I mean? But just to get up and get just moving. Just to get, fresh get air. You gotta, yeah, because you have to change your environment sometimes. And your change state. Your, you know, if I'm sitting, I'm going to stand up right. and I'll go for a walk. You're right. Change your state. I you tell know? people put your feet on the floor. Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, I might, um, on my way to go for a walk, there's a... a a church within you know sh- very short walking distance i might go in there and sometimes not even pray i might just meditate like sit still like just breathe like you know try to just be calm hmm. and then come out and i'm ready to go again yeah. so you develop these different things that each pe- person might be a little bit different when you find what works for you that bring you right back quickly yeah quickly you know and and i think if you can develop those habits find out what works for you remember your why and constantly come back to it I love it. Great wow. answer. Thank you. 
Don't make fun of us, but we do a little corny thing here at the end. Go for it. And this will bring us to Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. And I got this one for Pete, too. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to read it. Most people, when they reach a certain age, let down and talk about what they used to do. Well, who gives a damn about what you used to do? It's what you're doing now. Jack LaLanne. Jack Lane, Love wow, that, right? the that's juicer, awesome. right? That's awesome. He's the juicer. Um, I want to thank CV for running and grabbing my phone, so I am prepared for this <laughs> mantra. And this is Miguelito's mantra. Ito, Ito, Ito. Sorry, and, Pete. And the, <laughs> the quote I pulled today was, is the body I will have in maybe a month, two months, uh, from the gentleman who looks, I'll look like him. Uh, absorb what is useful, discard what is useless, and add what is specifically your own. Bruce Lee. Ooh. I like both of those. Aww. <laughs> that is good. Uh, Pete, a mantra, a favorite quote of yours that you like to live by, something that you can, uh, you know, send the listeners away with. Yeah, no plan B. All in. Whoa. No, no plan B. Whoa. And Burn I love that that was boats. just so. That's it. No plan B. All in. <laughs> There's. That's. Yeah. yeah, I love it. No, I love but the, the way the that just came out, no too, like. That's it. And, it. and it's just take the action. Take Go. the action. That's Go. it. Yeah. No plan B. Wow. That's it, man. Pete, we thank you, man. My, thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been my pleasure. Seriously. Until next time, stop snoozing. Get up. Get after it. Wow, Pete. Talk to me about these peptides. Yeah. <laughs> That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at nosnoozepodcast.